Welcome to The Point. With me, your host, I am Jeff Spikes, and here we go. Call to action right away. We're coming out of the gate, strong and powerful. Let's get as many people involved in closing this year powerfully that we can. Let's start challenging our friends, our people that work with us. Let's start people at the gym, people at church. Let's start encouraging people to look at the wins from this year. Find the gratitude of everything that's happened. Look honestly at anything that has been a process or something that has hit us emotionally. And let's look at how we are going to intentionally bring this year to a close and live our lives the way we are meant to be living our lives. You know, the key to everything that I've learned to do is to learn to demonstrate a deeper sense of love to myself. And I use the word demonstrate because we can be more consistent with, with our, our demonstrations. We can be intentional and specific with what we're communicating to ourselves through our, ooh, through our actions, through our words, and through our, you know, let's go a little bit further than actions and really go into behaviors because behaviors leans also towards reactions and actions, right? So we really start, let's, let's just look at this for the end, year, end of the year. And let's gather all of the energy that we can with all the people and bring this year to a beautiful close. And that leads me to the next thing. I, there, this is a time to look forward with caution. We're a couple of weeks away from Halloween. And if you're regulating, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you're, you're already successful and you are looking for ways to gain in success because my listeners are just that. So you are beyond mediocre in everything you're looking to do. And I am really, really happy to be associating and moving forward with a community of people that are not looking to just rest into mediocrity. They want to excel, to do things better than what they maybe thought they could have in the past. Like we are a community of people who want to improve. And that's fantastic. So what the first thing I do at the last quarter of the year is start thinking about the history of the year. I don't stay there long. I just do enough to lean into it, gather the lessons, and then look at how I'm going to move forward, right? And that's what we do. We don't want to belabor things. We don't want to dig in. If there's a process needed, we can, we can build that into what we're doing. If there's a process of releasing or letting go or reframing, we can build into what we're doing. But the key element of what we want to do next is what are the warning signs? What are the critical things that could disable our ability to meet our goals 
and really move into next year powerfully. For me, that's wrapped around food a lot of, uh, for a lot of holiday seasons. I, I, I do not love sugar and as much as I used to. I, there, I appreciate and enjoy really good foods and, and I, and some have sugar in them, but man, all, let's just get real, all the sugar. And I know I'm pe- probably preaching to the choir, but if you're new here, you're thinking about it, you know, I, we, I don't restrict food in the way of, if I really like something, I don't say, well, you can never have that again, but I try and really, if I'm going to eat something it, and it's, I'm going to enjoy the heck out of it. If it's counterproductive to my goals, I'm not going to eat it all the time, but I'm going to build it into my routines so that I can look forward to it and appreciate and enjoy it. If it's something that I can't stop eating once I start, like donuts, I might choose a program for abstinence from donuts. (laughs) But, and I say that half-heartedly joking, but really I will just not, it's better for me not to engage in eating donuts because historically I will just eat them all the time. And I've had opportunities with coaches to say, do you want to get rid of that? Do we want to, do we want you want to not like donuts anymore? I'm like, no, I'd rather just not eat them. I like, they are delicious. And I have childhood memories to a couple of things with donuts. I can never, well, it's rare to find those don't, that type of donut that I remember as a kid from that little donut place. And so here's the point. We're walking into the, to Halloween next. And there's going to be a ton of candy that's delicious and that's not great for us, that's processed, that is got all the things in it that we know we don't want. And we all have strategies how to work around that. This is an opportunity to realize and to get real with ourselves about whether or not we can afford to eat a bunch of that candy. And depending on where you're at in your journey, you might be in a position where you can eat as much of that candy as you want and how much you end up wanting won't be as much as it might've been in the person's mind, like mine 10 years ago, that when I say I could eat as much as I want, that was unhinged, but you get to look in the mirror and it's valuable to have someone help you look in the mirror. If you're not looking at it necessarily accurately, right? If we're looking through a different pair of, a different shade of glasses that suits us in some behavior that we want to continue, well, then we have a different situation, right? We might be kidding ourselves with what we're thinking. So look in the mirror and get real, get honest with yourself and think about what's happening and let's come up with a strategy that's not defeating or negative or mean to yourself or anything else that honors where you want to go. The, t- the tendency for, for us, if we're accustomed to being motivated by moving away from something painful, that away motivation, that what we motivated by what we don't want, and we talk about that a lot, right? There's, how, you, know, you know, the experiment is go ask people what they want. What do you want out of life? What do you want to be, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And 
any type of question that you just have fun asking people, ask it to people and just notice how many people will say, well, I know what I don't want. I know I don't want this and that. I don't, I'm tired of doing, that is how we can tell if we are away motivated. So ask yourself a question and see what answer you have. That is only going to get us so far. So right now, look in the mirror, get with your coach, jump on one of our group calls, do something to get around people where you can ask yourself honestly, what can get in your way for this year and, you know, what's to end this year well and really reach your goals because the danger of this time of year, if you're away motivated, is that this is a time to just drive whatever negative effect we want further, deeper, harder into what we don't want. Now, the gain of increasing and piling up what we don't want is that we then become motivated at some point to move in the other direction. So it's almost a mental game. We might not even be aware we're doing even in the small ways. So we might not be fully aware that what we're doing is allowing something to get worse or even driving it to get worse, pushing it to get a little worse before we then have the motivation and the energy to drive change. So why is that a problem? Well, if it's a financial goal, it, it's a problem because you're, you, if, if it's deep enough, you could be driving yourself into risking your personal security or your comfort level with savings or something else. And that can become really uncomfortable and put us in a position where we're making decisions from a fear base or from something else that doesn't serve us well and, ca and can cause more problems if we don't adjust that. Um, if it's weight, if it's food and it's our um, nutrition, it just makes it that much harder to turn the corner and get back to a body fat percentage or a weight or a muscle mass or a look, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm gearing more of my goals towards how I look and feel and paying less attention to the scale. So as, as we become healthier, the way we measure ourselves can also change. So a good question about what do we want is what problems will I have? What measurements will I use? Will they be different than what I'm using today? And will that be something I'm comfortable with? And can I begin to prepare for that now? So those are all fun things to get into when we're trying to create energy towards learning to think about what we do want. And it gets easier the more time that goes by when we're demonstrating kindness to ourselves by putting good foods in our bodies and moving our bodies to a rhythm of health that Give, puts us in a place of consistent improvement, you know, so, and just sharpening our minds on a regular basis so that we're, we feel an, an increase and a benefit of learning or whatever it is you're trying to, we're trying to increase mentally. 
rather than a decline from aging or something else. So uh, we take supplements and nootropics and all these other things to try and get our, keep ourselves in a place of optimal condition, right? So right now, through the end of the year, is the time to look at what are the things that are going to get in my way and potentially risk winning? What is going to stand in my way? List those things down and share them with me. Share them with each other. Get some accountability. If you are looking for accountability, if that's a word that, that you struggle with, a lot of people love accountability, man. If, if you're an achiever and you, in a, in a strength and you're an achiever and you like discipline and, and competition, it can be a lot of fun. It can be a lot of fun to get competitive and to, to just run at something and have solid, just have this goal that you just run at. And that can be awesome. And we can just drive ourselves in a certain way that's, that's awesome. And accountability works in that way where it can just be matter of fact, blunt. Did you, you made it or you didn't? If you didn't make it, why? What are you going to do to fix it and move on? If you're not that style, sometimes accountability can be stronger for others in a way of encouragement. So one is just get it done, tough it up, make it happen, which works for many people. The other is I know you wanted to win. You must be disappointed in yourself. I'm not going to pile any more on that. How can I help you get to where you want to go? Right? What we, it's so it's one is get behind you and push or get in front of you and pull. The other is getting next to you and getting next to you and saying, okay, what happened? Let's, let's work on this. What can we do? Hey, I'm in this with you. Here's what I've been doing. What are you doing? Both assume, both presuppose both have the assumption built in that the person wanting to change wants to change. It's just a different angle for a different person based on how they most easily move. So this is a time to get intentional and ask for support in the way that it's best for you. We could talk about a handful of other ways. As a matter of fact, if you want to do just an episode on that, or we could even go do, we could have a group on that um, where we just focus on how do we walk through accountability and what are the ways to, in, to increase the accountability for ourselves and our lives based on our independent strengths and what works best for us individually. Because you can craft your own standard for accountability that supports how you feel motivated, but all of this can happen the more we learn to demonstrate love to ourselves because we pile on that stacking of wins of self-love, we really deliver on that level and we begin to act like we love ourselves more. So if you struggle with negative self-talk and doubt, anxiety, and two major issues for men of, of in their 50s. I was talking to a doctor this week, and he says the two major issues that, they're, that he's hearing from men all over the place and his, his 
other doctors, his peers are saying the same thing. There's three major things happening. One is anxiety. And I don't know if anxiety came before energy levels and which, you know, we, they, doctors end up looking at all kinds of things for that, including hormones and nutrition and, um, but so energy levels and depression, right? Depression, I can help you with quick because at, in our fifties, one of the things we tend to be doing is standing on a pile of failures saying, boy, I'm going to never repeat these things again. How do I move forward and not repeat that? And as we do that, we are actually helping recreate things we don't want to. We've got to learn to stand on a platform of what we want. And that same excitement we had at 20 or 25, when we knew we, when we knew we could win and we had nothing to lose and we were running after things. But now having had some life experience, it's really common and it's okay. We can get you past that. It's, it's really can almost be a fun, relieving process to learn to move past that. Matter of fact, it is, if done well, if done with a coach and with some accountability. So if you're able to look in the mirror and be honest with yourself, if you're able to give yourself permission to get what you want or to want something and then to go after what you want, and if you're able to anchor yourself into a new behavior and just do it no matter what your mind's telling you, Hey, we can, we can have a lot of fun rewiring some of those thoughts that say, I never want to repeat these things again, that away motivation, we want to shift and change. So now's the time we've looked at, you know, last week we talked about looking at the history of the year. How are we doing? What, what do we want to focus on? We've got a pretty good idea of what we want to do before the end of the year. We're, we're not quite at what we want for next year unless you're working on, you know, 30, 50, 100 year plans, right? So even then there's some, there's some adjusting that happens on the year to year basis. So, but we will get, we will get deeper into that as we close the year and we really focus on how we're setting ourselves up for an amazing new year. But right. So we've done that. We're going to do that now. We look at what's going to get in the way, what could stop us cold, dead in our tracks and what has stopped us in the past. And how do I view those things? Cause then, then we can put them where we need to, we can place them where we need to, and we can put something different about what we do want as our stepping stones to get where we want to go. So gather friends, relatives, just gather people up and get talking about this idea of how are we going to bring this year home strong? What wins are we going to be celebrating on New Year's Eve? Imagine what New Year's Eve is going to look like when you're in the win zone, when you are in the excited, proud, I, 2024 is dialed in and figured out and man, am I crystal clear and happy with what happened in 2023. I did the, I, 
I, there's no looking back. Imagine New Year's Eve looking exactly like that. Imagine New Year's Day and what that's going to look like. Imagine what January 7th or 15th is going to look like when you are just, it's just, a, when it's just another day, you are on target, you're ahead of the game, you're emotionally resourceful enough being ahead of the game, not having to learn a bunch of new behaviors and practice a bunch of new things in a, in a new year's resolution kind of way so that then you can turn and actually be supportive to others and lead and be kind and really choose your way of being in other people's lives, man, imagine these things. This is what 2024 is going to start like for you. And the more people you gather to come with you and do that, the better off we're all going to be. So drop notes like you have been. Send me messages, IMs, whatever they are. Just get me the information. Let me know what you're working on. Share it. Join Designing Your Strengths um, group or Grateful and Fit Now Facebook group. Um, I've been really inactive there, but I'm, I'm going to try and ramp those up a little bit stronger for the holidays and do some holiday support calls and some other things, but let's get moving in the right direction and let's get as many people as we can involved and let's figure out how we're going to start the new year. The bigger we dream, the faster we move. Okay. Have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful week and we will see you soon. Thank you for joining us for another amazing episode of The Point with me, Jeff Spikes. The greatest compliment you could give me is liking, loving, and sharing this episode with all your friends. So please, if you're on Spotify, iHeart, or iTunes, leave a five-star rating and review. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. Make sure to tag me. I love hearing from you, the listeners of this show. The links for all my social and iTunes are in the show notes. Also, if you'd like to engage with me, in anything related to my coaching, consulting, speaking, or programs, please visit jeffspikes.com for everything you would need to know to engage with me offline. And lastly, thank you for your time, your attention, and your consideration. This is The Point. <laughs>